<laughs> Welcome to Tippy Tap 3 and Murray, that is... That was some of the weakest ass theme music I've ever heard in my life. God, that's some limp dick shit. <laughs> this not, is like... Not this the is words the, I was this, is, this is This is Tippy Tap pandemic episode. <laughs> and we're wasting it on some limp dick shit like that. We don't know when we're going to release this episode, first of all, but probably during the pandemic. Until it's not this going is away. this is a woodsman's episode. You're learning about how to survive in the woods, and of course, what's the number one fear while you're in the woods? Bigfoot. Well, before we get ahead of ourselves, MacGyver. Yeah, Griff, you're the resident MacGyver ex- expert on this show because <laughs> this is the first episode <laughs> I've ever watched all the way. Through. You know, you watch more. I watched the episode. I did. You did bring back memories where I yeah. learned how he, why he doesn't use a gun. I think yeah. you actually told me I needed to watch that episode to learn about because I'm all about shooting people, and you're like, you need gun safety. Yeah, you're all two A, and then I convinced you. I'm all you. about. I'm all about standing my ground. Yeah. Okay, MacGyver. I got some questions, Griff. <laughs> I'll do my best. What's his first name again? Okay, so this is something that they toyed around with. I never with. even thought. There's a fucking little yeah. I care about MacGyver. I never even thought about the fact that we don't know his first name. You see, for me and my MacGyver fandom, I didn't need a first name. I love that he was just Mac or MacGyver. He has a grandpa that calls him Harry, which doesn't make any sense. Well, he's talking about his mullet. That's a good call. Uh, but actually, it wasn't until the seventh season... Before, there was a rumor that his name was Stacy, and that's why he didn't like talking about it, because people would say, yeah. Mac, what's your first name? And he'd be like, I don't know. So Stacy somehow went into the stratosphere, but Seven Season revealed that it's Angus. I, I, don't I just want to who would look at a male child and go, Stacy? I, I don't know. Or Tracy, that's another one. Tracy's an interesting one. I've I've met a lot of Tracy men, but I've never met Not a Stacy. Yeah, I've never met a Stacy man. But I, I didn't think I of, knew. A, yeah, I knew one. I I would think that MacGyver, being as fucking awesome as he is, would be like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. It's my name. Obviously not. He's insecure. He's so insecure. Maybe that's why he's such a badass now. Is he's, he's leaping off so. that insecurity. You say so. I don't. I never thought. I never got badass. Well, it started Angus. with that that limp dick theme song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angus number two. Angus. What what do you got? Uh, I'll as we go through, I'll. Uh, I'll <laughs> You're on a question. I just want to get into this episode. You're on a question. No, well, one of the. Uh, did you mention Bigfoots in this episode? Uh, yeah, I kind of did. Um, yeah, yeah, I want to talk about Bigfoot. I don't know what was in the water when I was a child in the late seventies, but yeah. we were Bigfoot crazy in the well, late seventies. I have to imagine you guys were more into the wilderness. Like a lot of seventies movies no, are wilderness. Really? But I wasn't. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not talking about you specifically. Well, I mean, I know white people love camping. You know what I'm saying? Only white people camp. Have you ever seen? Have you ever even heard of a black person saying, I can't wait to go camping? You know, here's the funny thing. Remember our old friend, uh, Terry Foster? Yeah. He used to always joke with Lenny. This is like our local sports radio in Detroit. And he would always joke, and he was like, you don't see any of us up there, do you? No, no but white people. No, nobody but white people camp. White people fucking love to camp. Yeah. It's what is the, up with it? It's that? the dual house Even Europeans ownership. fucking obsessed with it. Yeah. It, I mean, I really like it, but it's that dual. And no interest. I think it's that dual house ownership. Because I almost I like, I like, almost bought a house up north, and I don't even know why. I just I don't almost know. did. But they're well, so thank cheap. God you came to your senses. They're so cheap. We could have gone up there and recorded four hundred podcasts. Yeah, and they killed by a demon, like Evil Dead or some shit. No thanks. 
That's a good point. Or get molested by Bigfoot. Or molested. We're getting back to 70s Bigfoot. So Bigfoot was big. There was Bigfoot movies. I, I've never seen one because I'm not interested in Bigfoot. The truck? <laughs> no, that was the 80s. Oh, that was the 80s? But it was okay. inspired by the 70s. Okay. We had the classic Leonard Nimoy in search of episode about Bigfoot. We had Six Million Dollar Man met Bigfoot not once but twice. Twice. <laughs> once by played by Ted Cassidy, Lurch from the Adams family. I think he was the robot one. Okay. And then Andre the Giant robot. Played, played Bigfoot the second time. Dude. I don't know why people are obsessed with uh, Bigfoot. You brought up uh this was also the eighties, but you brought up Harry and the Hendersons. Yes. Yes. I don't what, what's the what's the Bigfoot thing? I, you I, believe in Bigfoot, that's my question. Oh man, I don't. I mean, yeah, I think we would have found one by now. Exactly, it, it's hard. It, like listening to one of my favorite things is just find people. I believe in the people who believe in Bigfoot. I love listening to them talk about Bigfoot because they talk about him being a magical being and how we found a maid and how sometimes they rape the humans and the humans have the Bigfoot babies. What's and, a Bigfoot baby look like? Uh, just a club. I thought you <laughs> straight in the ass. Yeah. And it's, it hurt. It hurts. I thought you were going to say our buddy Dennis. But, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Bigfoot mania never. I never got the bug for Bigfoot. That's you know that's cool. I I never really liked it. Either. But I do love shows that talk about Bigfoot. And I guess it's back to this episode. Yeah, good job to segue back into this yeah, episode. That's what I do. So my guy, he's he's an interesting character because really? he's. Yes. I must be in other episodes. Yes. And get it from um, this one. I will have to say my history with him is kind of short. It was like I watched him a little bit growing up because obviously this, this was out in like the eight, mid-80s. Nice Henry Wrinkler uh, production. production, yeah. yeah. I noticed that in the final credits. Yeah. This, the Fonz knows what he's doing. Everything he touches is gold. So I watched a little bit, but it wasn't until my uh, early teens when I got braces on and my mom was like, I will buy you anything you want to get, get over the braces, period, here. And so, you know, I said, Murray? <laughs> my mom's name is Murray? Mom, Murray? <laughs> Murray? My, my little heart only desires one thing. And it's, I don't even know how this came out. I said, I want MacGyver Season 1 on DVD. <laughs> and so we went to Best Buy, and we bought MacGyver Season 1 on DVD. And I went home, and I just fucking watched Six DVD discs of MacGyver episodes, and I loved it. But here's the problem. The writers during the first season, I don't even know about the second season, during the first season were fucking tight. The science was tight. We're only in third season, episode four for this episode. And this is a highly rated episode. And we'll we'll get into it. People are obsessed with Bigfoot. We'll get into it. But the science clearly is taking a backseat. Griff, what, who, who does MacGyver work for? So I can't remember this crew. We read about it three minutes ago because I did not know, <laughs> and I've already forgotten it. But I believe it was like the domestic escalation services or something. External something. External. Remember external, external yeah. But basically it is a secret agent crew who does nothing you would attribute to a secret agent. Like, then again, he's, a, he's a jack of all trades because he get, doesn't he get into 
all kinds of different. Yeah, you know, it's like a cop show where you're a homicide cop yet you work every kind of crime. Like, no, you you're like vice works vice. You know, drugs work drugs. Yeah, homicide works homicide. Yet on TV, it's like a cop does every kind of. Yeah, like great. Max, like from the first season because this is where I can reflect on things. Like, it's like the second episode. Mac flies into a foreign country to save an American. And he has to do well, it. Well, hey, on the first episode, is is it is he is it just established he's MacGyver? There's no origin story. There is barely any origin story. They call in MacGyver because he's the guy. Okay. He has a dual degree in like physics and chemistry, and so that's why they call him in. And he's also just like a fucking crazy woodsman. He's got a great head of hair. I learned that from this episode. Uh, yeah, I learned yeah. he was also from Minnesota. Yeah. And he plays hockey, which makes total sense with the haircut. The agility, the strength, the lower body strength, you're like, everything makes sense to me. That's all you need to know. So in the first episode, it's more of him playing into the science. That's why I say the first season is so good because it's so much science-based. So he's like doing all this shit. And uh, you'll also you notice that in this episode, and they've done this since the beginning, MacGyver narrates some of it, too. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So he does that in every episode. Every episode. That's like the major thing of MacGyver because there's not a lot of reoccurring characters. There's a lot of women that come and go. Um, like, Pete is the only sta- like stable character. Who's Pete again? Pete was his uh, chubby friend who, like, works for the secret agency with them. His handler? He, he, he kind of is a handler. So he's like a subcontractor to Mac. Okay. So despite the fact that they work at the same in, uh, corporation, industry, agency. He brings the missions to him. Yeah. Okay. He's like, you know who would work great for this mission? My buddy. I don't know why they needed a secret agent on the mission that we're going on today, but they did. So who cares? Well, because he's the great woodsman, like you said. And that's, I mean, yeah, but still, why would you reach out to this agency for, for that? It, just, it was very lucky that they did, though. Very yeah. Well, let's get into this episode. You you ready? You want to do yeah. this? Yeah. So we Mac, as you call him, I, I, I call him a guy, but I don't know him that well. Friends of Mac, yeah. His mission for this episode is to leave transmitters, like map out some um, unexplored uh, areas of Alaska. Alaska, yeah. So there's gonna be there's a five man team. They're all getting dropped in by Chopper, and they got these transmitters four, and they're gonna like map like go to the four corners. I don't know how that how's they gonna map anything out. I don't no, they they're they're like even on top of each other too. So they're just kind of doing like a straight parallel line kind of. I don't know mapping. what the transmitter's job is though. I don't understand. It, it. reported back to them. <laughs> I don't know what else there. I don't know what they're doing. With I mean, this it, information. it mapped out obviously a grid because we see the. The uh, room, the war room, whatever it is they're in. Why was why are why are there no lights in rooms and movies? I know TVs? it's because like, it always they, irritated me with X Files. I mean, obviously it's because the mood they want to set is dark. Yeah. But like uh, Scully's doing an autopsy, and it's like a totally dark room with just one light on with, the with the fucking Star Trek lighting on their faces for the dramatic effect yeah. and shit. It's like yeah. For this, I hate that you bring this up because you're ruining the show for me. No, I didn't realize that how dark this room is, but it's so the map lights up with those Christmas bulbs, all the light, like more just blaring in your face like MacGyver is fucking failing. Yeah, his job is basically to make a square up in Alaska in the section he's He's not even doing a square. They're doing straight lines. And then ultimately the five guys turns into a square. 
Okay. Like that's their whole mission is that yeah they all do straight lines and that makes the square. Well, what information they get out of that? As Griff told us, he's an expert woodsman. They drop yeah. him off. He just says, "What's he? What's he? What's he got?" Dude, on him? basically, and you, I mean, he's got jeans. He's got boots. He's got a little canteen, maybe, maybe, maybe eight ounces. That's it. That's all the water he needs for. They're talking about two to three to four to nine day excursion. It was two days. It was two days. Yeah. <laughs> um. Question: Does yeah. he ever pull his mullet into a Nang Chen? Like pull a little rubber band? And- Murray, I've yet to see him touch his own hair. It's always flowing free. There's been other people who look at it and say, "Can I touch it?" And he's like. We don't need to get He's like, into I that now. He's like, I just frosted the tips. Yeah, no. yeah, I just frosted these tips. Yeah, no. So, no, I've never seen anybody touch his mullet ever in a single episode. So, basically, he's just wrapped in with clothes on his back and a Bowie knife. That's it. That's all he needs. I, I mean... Because he lives off the land. We learn Pete tells... he. I guess every episode, wherever credentials he needs for this episode, he rattles them off. And he's like, he's the expert woodsman. Yeah. It's that, just like growing up in Minnesota. He knows where he's going. That's exactly Pete's job for the show is just to explain to the other characters because otherwise you would have Tim Murray trying to ruin the ambiance of the show by saying, how does this Joanna lady know that MacGyver could do this job? It's because Pete told her, look. Pete's his hype man, basically. Pete, Pete is his hype he's man. He's the flavor flave to MacGyver's yeah. Chuck D. Pete is uh, the Dudikoff and MacGyver's Steve James. Oh, okay. Pete is that, just. Now everything makes sense. <laughs> so I'm glad I can make sense of it for you. So clothes on his back. He didn't even want to wear a shirt, but Pete was like, put this fucking shirt on, MacGyver. There's also. I don't want to get a sunburn. Yeah, I don't want to get a sunburn. So, so you know, Mackie he goes straight to business. He doesn't fuck around. He puts, yeah. he finds the one area he's supposed to leave the first transmitter. He taps it, it's like attached to a stake, and he taps it down in. And then he can't help but notice he's when he stands up. There's a fucking totem pole, dude. Totem poles. What's going on here? I don't know. Some ancient Indian burial ground. Don't worry, guys. MacGyver's narration chimes in. A totem pole. These are usually used to ward off people. Something's. Strange here, but I'm going to check it out. So he goes in, he's looking around, and he finds a skeleton. It's a corpse. Yeah, it's a corpse. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Is, I guess Indians can do whatever they want on their land, I guess. That's it technically seem, true. It doesn't seem sanitary. But I think that's where coronavirus started. I got to, I'm blaming the, the natives of Alaska. It's your fault. <laughs> to calm Murray's murderous brain here, MacGyver does say, clearly... This native was here to protect the land, and he'll be thrilled that I'm here on the same mission with how the is this, technology. How's the corpse going to help protect the land? I don't know. That's why he died, though. He's protecting the land somehow. That, according thought, to what I, I read from it is they just left the corpse there, <laughs> and he was supposed to watch eternally the land. Maybe. But either way, MacGyver's right then because he was saying we're here to protect the land. He was here to protect the land. So okay. we're, we're, doing, we're doing God's work here. So after he uh, brushes his brow, you know, we go back to Pete and Joanna, who are looking at this nice Christmas bulb map, like Murray explained. They're in this dark-ass control room where the only light is just the glow of, like, control consoles and the map. And we see that Max still doesn't have a single light bulb up there. And There's one. He, he put well, the first yeah, it was during this conversation that yeah. finally lights up after Pete is like, no, 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 MacGyver's cool. He's not all just hair and boots and knife. Sex you know? appeal. He's, he's, he's got skills. Got depth. But we see the other four cruisemen, and they're already like, 
on their third fucking transmitter. Yeah, so lapping them. Joanna's just like, your guy's a joke. His hair is shit. Like, I try to touch it, and he said no. I mean, come on. What's with that? So, Murray, let's cut back to Mac. And after he's planted that transmitter, we've got the encouragement of Pete on our side. We know that the spirits... Yeah, as he desecrates a corpse. The spirits are protecting the land, is yeah. what you meant to say. Yeah. He did it. He gave it a little high five. That's all he did. He, I think and then he, he searched it for money, too. <laughs> well, he found a couple gold doubloons. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep those. Yeah. There's no problem with that. And then he hears this noise. Oh. Off in the distance. Oh, my God. I've heard that before. We've all heard it. We've all lived through the 90s. We've heard that. It sounds oh. very disturbing. That that is. Disturbing. I'm gonna leave it at that. So Mac, he just continues. He's on. A, he's a man on a mission. And then, but out of the corner of his eye, he knows this beautiful inlet. He sees an oil tanker just sitting out there, dead ship, ghost ship. Oh my god! Much like the the uh, name of this episode, ghost ship. Ghost ship. I gotta say, if Henry Wrinkler was J.K. Rowling, he would have gone back mm-hmm. and said that. MacGyver is autistic as all hell because he sees anything and he's like, yep, I'm distracted by that now. Maybe he's un- he's not undiagnosed autistic. I think he's he is. high-functioning autistic. In the 80s, we weren't really diagnosing, so hey, I think, well, I think we MacGyver... We only had a Rain Man, and Rain Man was really fucked up. MacGyver never got interested in the ladies. Clearly, if you are <laughs> interested in women as an incredibly handsome man, you're autistic. I wouldn't say incredibly handsome, but... Okay. Oh, boy. So... He go, he, he's like, I got to check out. He narrates. Yes. I have to check out. This is like a puzzle. I have, to, yeah. I have to solve it. Yeah. Whenever I go to my friend's house. M- and I'm Very right- much an autistic person's train of thought. Yeah. And I'm rifling through their CDs, and I notice they have an unfinished puzzle on their uh, dining room table. I'm, excuse me. This is MacGyver narrating. This isn't Griff no, talking. No, he, if he's rifling through their CDs, he's alphabetizing them. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. He's, <laughs> he is autistic. He's alphabetizing right. them. But then he notices that puzzle in the corner. He's like, well, now I got to finish that puzzle. So, of course, he sees the ship, and he's like, I got to finish this puzzle. That ghost ship. Yeah. So, he heads down to the sh- uh, to the little beachfront, rocky shore there, and he's looking for some way to get to this ghost ship that's maybe yeah. 15 feet off the shore. And about six inches deep water. But he's got those boots. Someone get those wet. There's some Timberlands. There's little Timberlands. <laughs> so, he's like looking around, and he finds this sh- little Skarsgård boat, you know, a little rowboat. And he, he dilapidated boat. You're right. Yeah. He 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 like uh, there's it's broken in half. Yeah. He there's roughage on it, so he clears it, and he finds this big fucking claw mark down it. He puts he, his hand up there, and he's he doesn't have Donald Trump hands. He has man hands. Yeah. And like, whoa, this is huge. The, these is huge as hands. But so we're thinking bear. It's got to be a bear. It's got to be a bear. That's right. what he's thinking. That's yeah. what we're thinking. It's logical. Uh, but he notices the back end of the boat, like you had mentioned, is just basically gone. That's like chapped in half. Yeah. So MacGyver, this is his thing, Murray. He yeah, makes things out of things. I've got a beef with this thing, but go on. So we've okay. We I kind of embellished on what he brought with him. He did have a backpack. I didn't see a tarp on this backpack or bungee cords. It was neatly packed. In yeah, the back. yeah. Maybe in his back pocket. Maybe. Know. So he uses a, a a tarp and he wraps the back half, just folds it over, and then uses some bungee cords to hold it in place. And then he gets in the front of the boat, so like the back end is tipped off. Yeah, uh, yeah this is bullshit. He, <laughs> he bungee cords it, and that's going to make it 
watertight. Yeah. But then again, we're like we said, it's, it's like two inches of water. So he's just scraping along. <laughs> he does make his own row. How did you feel about the the or, paddle? Yeah, uh, or, or excuse me. Yeah, he gets a, he finds a, a, a stick, a long stick with like a Y shape at the end, and he has. What the what the fuck was this? Like a cock sock or something? He just like a wind sock. He just finds that and puts it on the end of the the branch, and then bingo, boom! He's ready to go. So he's just scraping along that stand bar that this obviously this this tanker's stuck on. He's yelling into the butt, "Hello, hello, hello!" And the tanker there. And he hops up there, and he's walking around, and like we've seen fights on tankers. We know these are close quarter combat. Well, where are tankers at usually, Griff? When they're not at oh sea? Oh my god, they're in the docks. Right. God damn it. And this one's not at docks, but it's not out the sea. This is it. This is in uh, Forest Taft territory, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to imagine there's no danger present because forest tasks you keep think these maybe forests that, safe. That skeleton was the guy that was in the couldn't see the forest for the trees. <laughs> oh, I hate you. And yes, I do. Yeah. I absolutely. You'll need do. to go back and listen to our on Deadly Ground. Is that the movie called? On Deadly Ground. On Deadly Ground episode yeah. to get that one. Yeah. But you you should. It's wonderful. Oh my god. You should so, watch that movie. It's wonderful. So yeah, go back. He's he's on the tanker. So he gets on the tanker. He's walking around and. We're you know we're getting a little bit of that spooky feeling. Then finally, the audience gets a cut of an interior shot looking out at MacGyver. Oh, something's on here. MacGyver doesn't know it, so he's like opens a door and he steps into it, and the door slams behind him, and we all jump. We're scared. all thinking this is a haunted ghost ship, just like the title of the episode. Yeah, it's got to be a haunted yeah, ghost ship. Like my, like my sister would think that if the door slams shut, it must be a ghost. It's got to be a ghost. But yeah. it isn't. Mac just continues inward. And well, he, no, he goes out and looks. Like, yeah, well, yeah, no, he looks, nothing. Yeah. And then yeah. he goes inward. Yeah. I'm not going to bother with all the details. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to play it up. Like, even he's, he doesn't believe it. You see goes. his mullet raised is what you could have said. Yeah. His hackle, his mullet hackle raised. Yeah. But, no, he he's a man of science, so he's just like, must have been the wind. Yeah, it's got to be the wind. Man, of, I like how you did that. Man of science. He yeah. knows it's not a ghost. So he heads inward. And he's just kind of cruising along. He's going into the room. Checking going... through the CDs of the captain. Yeah, exactly. Going... Captain not there to get permission, but he doesn't give a fuck. Going... That's okay, according to Griff. Going through the drawers, going through all the underwears and the leggings and all of that. He's he's getting into everything. And it isn't until he goes into the kitchen that things start to get really interesting. Because he's looking at the newspaper. It's today's newspaper. It's like, how is today's new paper here? He's checking his horoscope. Yeah, of course. You'll meet a tall and dark stranger. (laughs) (laughs) Who takes his coffee black. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So then uh, Mac heads over to one of the table. He's in like uh, the kitchen. The galley, I guess. Yeah, the galley. And it's like a little diner set up. So there's a bunch of like tables and chairs. And he finds like the booth where all the cool kids hang out. And he looks down and there's a bloody fucking it's like an iron mug and it's been crushed in and there's blood all over it yeah, somebody shoved up somebody's ass why is it bloody yeah and then he looks to the left of the table and he finds like the stocks and he's like oh shit Dow's down again and he picks it up but it's sticking to the table and so once he peels it off it reveals a giant bloody handprint and he holds his giant man hand out mm-hmm. there He's like, oh, my God. He said what this definitely is this? isn't Donald Trump. What is that hand this? is big, and his those hands are tiny. God, what is this? So he's like, there's got to be some more CDs to look through. Let me investigate some more. Yeah. 
So he goes to the helm where the captain sits. Yeah. He says, hmm, there's some coffee there. Yeah, there's a fresh little mug. His eyes just light up like a, like, a, like a wangler. And, of course, Mac is prepared for everything. So he pulls out a little package of, like, Splenda or something, and he's pouring it into the coffee because it's still warm. No, you don't ruin coffee with sugar. You know why? Because it makes me crazy! <laughs> and it makes Bigfoot crazy because Bigfoot emerges. He fucking punches through a window and blocks the coffee cup. <laughs> I don't know if the glass got in there. I'd have to put in, the uh, like, the slow motion. But he covers the coffee cup, and then he fucking jams the door open, and he's swinging. Right. And and uh, I think MacGyver just shuts the door. Mag- no, MacGyver <laughs> is, like, thrashing around on the ground. He's, like, trying to get away. But he does shut the door. Oh, okay. Because he, he improvises... Uh, with a big stick. Oh, I used this. St- oh, okay, I missed got that. A stick that's up an ass. Dude, oh. it hurts. A club. Yes, it's a club. It goes up there. Yeah, he jams it. Yeah, and then but, he runs <sighs> down, down to the, where the guys sleep. I don't fucking know, dude. I I don't know. He just ends up in the basement of a boat. <laughs> the cellar <basement laughs> of the boat. You can see Pee Wee Herman's uh, bicycles there. Yeah, and. Fuck that's that that club might wreck an ass, but it's not going to wreck a door. So Bigfoot push pushes the door open, and he's standing at the top. Oh wait, wait, wasn't there? He found some hair too, didn't he? Yeah, I mentioned you, it. He do found you the, ever when you pick up something. Do you ever first thing you do smell it? He knows everyone on TV and movies. He went smell it. Well, I mean, he is like some kind Does of blood smell because people love to dip their hands and go. Or they'll rub it between their fingers. Sometimes they'll taste it. In a I movie. think I would never taste like a substance that's sitting on the fucking. I ground. think every. How per- you get coronavirus? <laughs> God damn it! I think every person who's had to interrogate interrogate a blood scene, <laughs> investigate, <laughs> investigate a blood scene, a murder scene, has found like a spot of blood, and they were like, "That's blood, clearly," and it ends up being ketchup. So I think that's what it's always about. So it's like dab your finger in it. Yeah. Contaminate the crime scene. Exactly. Rub your fingers just, together. Just for the chance of uh, the possible embarrassment of it being ketchup. So they have so to do it. he found like a Bigfoot dingleberry or something that got caught on there because he's like sniffing it. Like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I, I did mention yeah, that. Okay. We, it's I, so, I it's so foul that he, yeah, he's like, oh, my God. Speaking of foul, Bigfoot, top of the stairs, ready to rape. I don't know what he's ready to do. I don't know, but he, like, thrashes through the captain's chamber. He finishes coffee, though, very gently. And then we go back to MacGyver, who's just lurking in that basement, and he's finding Pee Wee Herman's bike. And he's noticing all the kinds of weird shit going on. Everything's up to date. Nothing is ruined, despite the fact that this is a ghost ship. And then we notice somebody shoot. You know, in the distance, like right. uh, like run by yeah, in the somebody distance. Somebody was already looking through the CDs. Yeah, it's, <laughs> look at the, the posters. I think, um, and MacGyver happens to run into them. He turns a corner, he runs into them. I don't even remember how it happens, mm-hmm. but it's 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 a woman. It's a young woman. It's a girl. Yeah, it's supposed to be a teenager, although she looks all of twenty eight. And he's like, she's scared shitless. She's absolutely scared Mute, shitless. can't speak, traumatized. Yeah. She probably got raped by Bigfoot. That, that might have been what happened. Well, had the look of a face. Got or at least saw B- Bigfoot rape somebody. That's even worse. That is even worse. Uh, I believe she has a... Never mind, that's foreshadow. She's just disheveled, dirty, traumatized. So Mac is like, look, you're human. We got to get out of here. There's something unhuman on here. 
And so they shoot right back up to Dockside, and they fucking... He, even though he's never been on an oiler before, he studied the blueprint one time in his life, has it all mapped out, so he knows how to get away from Bigfoot. Dude, he always knows how to get away. So they, he gets to the side. He's like, trust me, this is six inches of water. We yeah. can jump. <laughs> they dive. Unfortunately, she breaks one of her legs. No. Yeah. <laughs> they, they dive in. They swim away. Bigfoot can't swim. We all know Bigfoots can't swim. Yeah. So he's just like... Of course, he goes full Donkey Kong and starts throwing fucking oil so barrels at I remember at that. Yeah, yeah, straight up Donkey Kong. And But he misses because he's, he's not Donkey Kong. He's in Bigfoot. So Mac gets back to land with this woman, and she immediately is like, pervert, I'm going to run. I see that... I see that mullet. I know what that means. You're one yeah. of these weird sexual guys. He tackles her. And he's like, I'm not one of those weird sexual guys. It's okay. I'm going to lead you to safety. If you want to live, follow me. And um, I don't know. He something... tries. He's like, maybe she doesn't know English. Yeah. So he's like, Polybou Francais, Katana. He's speaking all these languages. And she's not responding. So... We're going to cut in, little tension break, little commercial break here. We're going to go back to Joanna and Pete at the control center and their fucking dark-ass control center. And the room's getting a little brighter because those other adventurers, they've got, like, their fourth fucking— Yeah, another light goes off, and she's like, whoop, there's another light. He's like, is it from MacGyver? Is it MacGyver? She's like, no, Pete, your loser fucking friend has only got one still. What am I paying this guy for? I thought he was the best. Trust me. He is the best. Uh, I saw that he had a fishing rod. He's probably all fucking fishing on my dime. Why would you be doing that? Why? And he's like, no. He does have a fishing rod because he has everything. He's yeah. MacGyver. You saw what he went out there with. He f- he lives on the land. He lives on the land. Pete is really sticking <laughs> his neck out right here. That's what we're trying to convey here, right. Well, he's got a, he's got his 15% commission he's got to earn. Yeah. So he's just like. Where is he? He is his agent. Yeah. Pete is Mac's agent. So uh, Mac, of course, is still, of course, trying to talk to this woman. They're going through the trails of the Alaskan forest, and it's all beautiful. It's all scenery. It's all it's a great set they're working with here. It's he's wonderful. Like, he's like, I know what I'll do. I'll do the old tap of some water trick. Oh my God, Bronson I, used to do this one. Murray, what's the water tap trick? I, I don't know. He just sticks a. He has a straw <laughs> for some reason. Why? It was a tent pole. It was a tent pole. Yeah. I thought it was a piece of bamboo. It was yeah. a tent pole. Yeah. And he just sticks it in the ground, and the water shoots out. So, he goes, yeah. it's the bubbling crude. <laughs> and uh, he's like, are you thirsty? I think I'm, I'm a little thirsty. And then I'm, right then I'm, tr- I'm kind of starting to buy into this guy's a genius. And then he like, he just cups his hands. It's like it's very wasteful. You should just put your mouth right at the it's end a of straw. the straw. Yeah, it's a straw. But he cups his hands. He's lapping like a dog. It, does he want to see that the water's crystal clear? Is that his thing? Yeah, I, like, I think it, it would taste nasty. He just stuck into a fucking dirt pile. I, yeah, I'm sure it did. So. And she's like, she just guess. She, like starts, she doesn't say yeah. anything. She just starts sucking yeah, uh, on that straw, going down on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm and down, he, lady. And he's like, that's what he's like rubbing his nipples watching it. <laughs> and so Do not sexualize MacGyver, Murray. <laughs> right. This guy's never had sex. Oh. So he's like, Well, we we finally bonded over Something. dirt water. <laughs> not words, but dirt water. Murray, so we cut tonight. <laughs> we're gonna cut the No, we're not. Because before we cut tonight, we have to cut to our tanker. 
Oh. And our man Bigfoot has stepped off that tanker. Oh, yeah. Into that deep, 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 deep 40 centimeter water. See what I did there? I had to save myself because yeah. it's about six inches, and I think that's about 40 centimeters. Sure. And, uh, yeah, we noticed he's not wet, so you're right. It's just six inches of water or 40 centimeters, as you said. Yeah. And I couldn't help but notice you can see definitely the edge of the Bigfoot boot that this actor is wearing. But I'm still I'm into this. That's another story. I'm like, that's Bigfoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're like, Henry, I love your story so much. I'm, I'm And you I'm just hear a mournful. And then we cut to a campfire. Uh, you know, Max got, got the fire. He's a he's an outdoorsman. He knows how to start a fire. He's a woodsman, according to Pete. He's got a fucking nice little like uh, makeshift tarp, like tarp to. thing on. Oh, lean to so much good stuff going on here, and he's he he's still trying to communicate with this woman, and so he's like, "Are you a Ruski? We destroyed you, you commie motherfucker!" And uh, bitch, uh, the are you bitch? Yeah. Are you? And, and she's she, she's got a yeah, she's got a little like. Kind of winces at him like fuck you. You guys barely beat us in the Olympics, you know. And he's like, "Yeah, but Rocky beat Drago, didn't he, bitch? Bitch! He's just really hostile. I guess this guy doesn't get laid enough. Uh-huh. Hates women. He's an incel. Maybe he's an incel. He's not autistic. No, Murray, come on, stop doing this to MacGyver. He hates women. No, and no, no. He, I approve it by he speaks some Russian to her. Yeah, and he said he said calls her a bitch in Russian. Yeah, and she goes, "I get the point. You hate women." But, not fucking you. But I'll tell you my life story. <laughs> my my papa came to jail. Hey, Murray, before we go to the story, what's her name? Karen. <laughs> Karen Grot. It was something very non-Russian sounding. It was like yeah. Karen, Karen, Ka- Karen Granberry. And she's like, my papa came to Jean- Juno. Juno. Yes. Uh, first of all, she's an illegal alien. Fuck this bitch. Yeah, but she's Good like, I, I, my mom's dead. I don't, I don't remember. And but she stowed away on this oil tanker with her cousin. I think it was cousin Alexander. And, Alexander. And uh, yeah, we it was it was horrible. We we stowed away on this thing, and then there was what happened? Like a monster attack? Like why? Well, I don't I don't get this. So it, it was the the crew that we they stopped to. for some reason. This little inlet. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, probably get stuck on a sandbar because, like we said, it's only six inches of water. Yeah, this tanker has absolutely no right being here. But, you know, we'll get to that. But, you know, who knows why they're here? Well, the monster attacked and killed Alexander. And she barely, well, she didn't escape. She was still on that fucking oil tank. And, Murray, I will give you this one. You mentioned that she's probably completely frightened because she did see Alexander get raped by Bigfoot. To death, man. Yeah, to, to death. I mean, that's like a broom going that's up like, a butthole. No, it's like a club, and it oh, hurts. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is a club. <laughs> and they found a way to get it out. Yeah. And it was not pleasant. <laughs> it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> but she's like, and you know, your mullet, my father was on U- uh, USSR hockey team, lost in 1980. You remember that team? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I did. We kicked our ass. <laughs> he had mullet like you. You remind me of my dad. And then you Mac- pointed out. Oh, my God. Mac. Is so obsessed with this. He gets the biggest grin on his face. He's like, I remind you of your father. And he is just ear to ear, man. And just as we're like all sharing in that moment. Hey, who's out there? Commercial break. That was a good commercial break, though. You got to give it to Henry on that one. 
So <laughs> that was a good break. Come, we come back from commercial break. Unlike the break we just did. I love it. And we come back from that commercial break. Guys, it's them, them fucking Inuits, those Indians, natives. Native, just, I don't know what they're called anymore. Native Americans, natives. Let's just go with native. Indigenous I just people. Na- I, I like to just say natives. Indigenous people. Okay, na- indigenous people. And they're like, you're there. They, of course, they got a gun, but they're like, don't be afraid of us. We're just checking our traps that we set. And we've noticed that they're missing. I mean, they, I I don't want to kill the surprise. I know everyone's going to be shocked by this ending, but I'm I'm I'll get back to it. Remind me of this scene because about the, the taking the animals out of the out of the, out of the uh, traps. Yeah, the traps. Because and then like have, you know, you seen anything? And he's like, well, MacGyver's like, I saw this hairy beast man creature. Yeah, giant. And uh, then Kareem Abdul Jabbar size. And Grandpa is like, hundred Sasquatch. <laughs> And then I'm shocked that he didn't know whatever this language was because he knew five other languages. He do, he he's a man of the world. He, so knows he knows Sasquatch. He knows like eight languages. He loved that in search of episode about about Bigfoot. So he knew Sasquatch. I believe that. And he's just like, do you mean the the Shaggy Man, the 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 mythical creature? <laughs> and the the natives are like, uh, no, he's for real, man. He is for real. He's he, probably been taking our, our our game. Our game, yeah. He plagues our land. He's taken over. So they agree, you know, they're all cool now. Right. They've had, a, you know. Well, she's pro- not cool with them, but. Yeah. They probably smoke a little, racist. a little of the peace pipe, and so they're all calm enough to go to sleep for the night. Grandpa had some primo weed. He's oh, just my like, God, I, yeah. I grow this shit. Oh, my God. I call it the Bigfoot strain. He's <laughs> just like that. You probably, he's like, oh, yeah, this smells like that hair that I smell. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, shit. I probably found <laughs> some hair. Oh, okay. That was weed? I thought it was some nasty ass oh, hair. Oh, it makes but sense. But so, yeah, they get high as fuck and they just fucking go to sleep. Yeah. Well, MacGyver somehow fashioned Doritos and some Oreos. <laughs> so they were like munchies. I'm glad you bring this up because we're already like. 30 minutes into a 42-minute episode, and MacGyver has made, quote-unquote, two things. A straw into dirt for water and a a bullshit boat for six-inch water. This is why I stopped watching they were after running like the first of, season. I, just, I, I just imagine the right that how what a hassle it was. Like, hey, I got a gig for you. It's from MacGyver. Ugh. So I got to come up with some bullshit like scenario. Where he's gonna make something. Yeah, I, I don't want to be that creative. It's like <sighs> having a right for the A team. I got to come up with some reason where a, a car jumps and explodes. And I love this. I I honestly I read this like an hour ago because you said, wait, wh- who's Pete? Why why is Pete involved? What is MacGyver do and I was reading about it and they were and I was telling Murray oh shit it looks like uh, MacGyver saved Pete in like the late 70s by using a paper clip a bubble uh, like a piece of chewed bubble gum and a wrench and I was like the wrench we don't know what he saved him from but yeah he saved him with that and that's how we got involved with the agency he's working for that's the kind of shit you expect MacGyver to do not put straw into dirt <laughs> and so he's done nothing so well, far. Well, he's out in the wilderness. What else can he do besides make Doritos and Oreos? Well, he can and wake up. So they all pass out from the weed. It's really good. And they, <laughs> when they wake up in the morning, the the fucking natives are gone. They're just gone. And and the, then fuck, immediately, Karen's checking her wallet, which is really distasteful. Yeah, come on, Karen. And MacGyver's like, it's cool. It's cool. 
And he's like, where did they go? He's like, well, I don't know, but if they left on foot, we must be near some kind of civilization. Which then, if they are, why the fuck are we like mapping out this area if people are already living yeah, here? I know. I they have helicopters. They have everything. It's classic. Else. Like no. Us white men, we discovered it first. Like these people have been living here for like fucking hundreds of years. And it's like, okay. no, we discovered it. I, I will, I, I will uh, tip the hat to you on that one because MacGyver does say in his na- open narration, "There's this undiscovered part of land." <laughs> no, it's not undiscovered. There's a tanker here. There's fucking natives all over the place. You guys are just pulling... Bigfoot. There's anything. You're doing your normal white man bullshit. But, Murray, we got to go check out that control t- room again. Yeah, I mean, the, the Secretary of the Department of the Interior, the Secretary to the Minister of the Department of the yeah, Interior thank you, thank you. is furious. She's like, it's been a day, and there's only one fucking tracker. What the fuck, Pete? What am I paying you for? You told MacGyver was packing four inches from the ground. This man clearly has no dick. He's a dickless man. He stole my money. He's probably he's he, a thief, and I'm gonna have the cops arrest you. Pete's sweating. <laughs> he's you like, want some coffee? I put a lot of sugar. He's in like it. that piece of shit, MacGyver. He's fishing, isn't he? Ugh. Pete, God damn it, speechless. Much like Karen earlier, speechless. Maybe she speaks to him in Russian. Something will come M- out. maybe. But, well, so while they're stumbling around, <laughs> once again, <laughs> this is this undiscovered country with a fucking pipeline going through it. I know, a fucking oil pipeline. Oh my god. And we see these guys, these American guys, and one dirty, stinking Brit. You know something. There's a reason why Brits always play Nazis in movies, because they're evil. evil. We love you, Stuart, but you know it's true. (laughs) So, and he's got the mustache. I think he's wearing a beret. He's like trying, he's fucking with our our stereotypes. He's like, is he French? Is he fucking British? I don't know. I don't like him. He, he he's looking like he he's, dressed up like he thinks an explorer should look like. Yeah, he's definitely the brains of the group, though. We yeah, two dumb American thugs just fucking with that pipeline. And MacGyver, she's like, "What are they doing?" MacGyver's like, they're, they're, "Those motherfuckers are gonna steal fucking oil." Oh no, MacGyver thinks that they're good guys. He's being like, "Oh, they're just a crew working on a pipe." I'm gonna go say hi, and Karen is like. No, you cannot. This is Russian, oh, by the way. You're right. Yeah, she's like, yeah, those are the guys from the oil tanker. Yeah. They're screaming, by the way, in the middle of the woods. Right. They're five feet away from these guys. Y- y- yeah. He's got like a palm frond in front of them. But, th- but there's no intent on that black gold at Texas T. They don't care. Yeah. And so she's like, that is the mutinous crew from the pipeline. They're the ones that help the monster, you know, kill people on the on the tanker. So they're the monster's henchmen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one evil monster. Well, they're into the Bigfoot Bigfoot cult. Bigfoot. So yeah, right. So MacGyver's like, look, I got a plan. Just shut the fuck up. That's all you gotta do. Shut the fuck up. And just stay here. Make and yourself course, scars. Immediately, she's found. Yeah, he walks five feet away. She gets caught and captured and screams. And he's like, oh shit. Well, he made a predator like camouflage cloak out of a paperclip, chewing gum, <laughs> and a, a couple leaves. Yeah, a couple leaves. <laughs> Well, uh, so he's he realized that she's been captured. He gets a, a glimpse of her from a safe distance, and he's like, "Shit! Well, I know exactly where that guy's heading because they wanted to take her back to the tanker, right? And Which I think is... murder her. Yes, because one of the Americans is like, "We gotta kill this little girl. What are we gonna kill her for?" Yeah, British like fuck that hole. Yeah. So 
Yeah. So MacGyver's like, I can't let that happen. I'm like a father to her. Yeah. I remind her of her father. He who uh, played on the 1980 Olympic team that lost to America. Naturally. Do you believe in miracles? He licks his finger. He tests like, out. I believe in miracles. He figures out which way the wind's blowing. He's like, okay, the tanker is that way. So he heads downhill. Much like a little junior yeah. from our last episode, Escape from the Bronx. Oh, very nice. He, sets his, he gets the fishing line out, sets uh, his trip we, wire. We've been hearing about this fishing rod for <laughs> fucking... Oh, Joanna has been grilling Pete about it. He pulled it. it out of his asses. Where did it come from? Yeah. It's like this long-ass fishing rod. Yeah, well, again, it was... Was it a pocket you know fishing rod? You know was what? Was it a pocket fishing rod? I think I was lying. I think when I said those were tent poles, what I meant were there were fishing poles. Not sure. I, I think that's what it was. And so, yeah, he, he pulls out his fishing poles, and he pulls out his fishing reel. Yes. And they're not attached. So he uses the reel, and it creates, I want to call it a tripwire, but it's not so much tripwire as it is a face wire. Well, it's, it's, uh, well it is a tripwire in a way to let yeah. him know when to release the true hell on Earth. That's a good point. Because he, he, puts, he finds a little notch, but head high. In a tree. Thankful, thankfully, he knew how tall this man was. <laughs> yes. Because... Well, he did a CEA. Yeah, he's, he's a chemist and a physicist. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. So he puts it in about nose level. Yeah. And he jabs the, the thick end of the reed, reed into the tree, and then he pulls it back. Rod. You're right. <laughs> he pulls reed. it back, and then, then the guy... Because she's shorter than the guy, so she misses yeah. the tripwire, but he sets it off. So yeah. he's like, oh, what is this shit? And then that's his cue. Whoop. Fuck it. Well, smack. Oh, my God. The tension on that thing. That would almost take his face off. You would, you'd be bleeding. I guarantee you that. Yeah. And then Mag- MacGyver comes around the corner and delivers a fucking uppercut, just cheap shot to the throat. And yeah, yeah he that- was going to kill a little girl. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that's a good point. So he gets, uh, you know, he obviously gets a jump on the guy. He knocks him down for a little bit. He stuns him long enough for him and Karen to get away. But obviously, the the pipeline crew, they're all in. They know what's going on now. They know someone's out here with them. And they're probably trying to fuck up their whole, like, uh, I don't know, pipe crew, oil stealing shit. Because that's what they're doing, is they're stealing oil. Still putting it in that empty oil tanker. Yeah. So, and that now we know why the oil tanker's in that little inlet. So, they leave the the spot where they're siphoning off the oil. Yeah. And MacGyver goes, now's my chance. So he goes up to it, he opens it up, gets his three little trackers, pops them in there. Yeah, he turns them on and pops them into the oil pipe. And then he turns on the pump they're using. So they go, the trackers go to the oil Yeah. Tanker, and they're noticing it because you know the, the secretary of the minister of the interior, That's Department awesome. of the Interior, she is like, time is money. So she is watching that fucking map like a hawk, and she sees finally some movement. But yeah. they're all three. What the fuck? That wasn't the deal. Yeah. And why are they moving? Yes. Because she's like, something's up. And Pete's like, I knew it. Pete wasn't even there yet. Pete <laughs> arrives. He's like, you said there was three lights? I told you my man could do it. Three at the same time. MacGyver is amazing. She's like, no. He put them all together, and they all went from this spot here into this little bay right here. It's the weirdest thing. And he's, she's like, your buddy is seriously a joke. And he's, he's like, like, no, this is a warning. Something's up. Something is up. Where is your helicopter man? Get Let's to get the chopper. There. Get to the chopper. And they, and they go, give me those coordinates, bitch. And they do. And so when we cut back, everything's set. We're ready. We're just going to wait for the uh, Pete. Yeah, that's Pete all we got to do. Show up. But, uh-oh, Bigfoot's got other plans. And you hear that. 
And then fucking he just attacks fucking MacGyver. And he's oh he's my just God. manhandling MacGyver, throwing around MacGyver. He's punching him in the balls. It's not working. Oh, he's he, he, like he knows how to get his elbows up, but it doesn't matter because this is fucking Bigfoot. So Bigfoot is like punching him, throwing him like 14 feet into the distance with each blow. It's, it's in slow motion. We get that $6 million man sound effect. And we're like, holy fuck. This I is mean, it. Clearly, MacGyver's like, I never thought I would die being raped by Bigfoot. I thought this was all a I trap. survived Nam. I thought MacGyver was just trying to exhaust the Bigfoot. Rope-a-doping him? Rope-a-doping him. Because Bigfoot's throwing these huge blows and everything. Well, it turns out Bigfoot is a dope, Graf. Oh, no. Go. Go oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you were ready. Hand this yeah. Bigfoot over to me. Because Bigfoot... Thinks that he's laid out MacGyver, but like I said, MacGyver has been just rope doping him. Thanks for rope dope, by the way. I could never remember that one. Um, so Bigfoot turns his back because he hears that screech of a, a Karen in the distance complaining to the manager, and so he turns his attention. He's like, "I gotta kill this bitch." Well, MacGyver, he he knows all about the chokeholds, so he comes from behind and he gets Bigfoot in a headlock. But his grip is loosening. You're like, wait, no, MacGyver at the edge. This is not good. Turns out we're in a Scooby-Doo episode. Well, no. First, we're like, he falls back, and he's like, did I just rip off Bigfoot's head? Because he's holding Bigfoot's head. Yeah. And then we see it's some insane PCP, P2P addicted guy (laughs) with like a voice modulator going, it's the least thing you're disturbed. (laughs) And I'm disturbed. I like your version of this story better. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? My rationale is, you're thinking Scooby-Doo episode where they're using a Bigfoot to scare people away. I think it was just a cosplayer who tried out P2P for the first time on a camping trip and lost his fucking mind and got lost. You know, Murray, I love it. Because Uh, I don't understand, like, this is so Scooby-Doo. Like, why would anybody, like, I got the greatest idea. We're going to siphon off this fucking oil. And to do it, we're going to scare people away with Bigfoot. Bigfoot. So here's the best part is we've seen this in so... How long has he been... Did they, like, drop him off, like, weeks earlier? And he's, like, been laying the groundwork, like, stealing the food out of the trash? I mean, like, it's barely inhabited, so maybe they just all showed up at the same time. Well, no, it's everyone's there. The Indians live there, the people who put down the oil line. It's the... Who wrote this episode? <laughs> the whole premise is MacGyver's got to be here to map this out, and like 20 million people have been through this. There's like trails. <laughs> there is. That's the part that killed me is like no one's been on these lands. MacGyver's walking on perfectly cut trails. <laughs> so Bigfoot. So after- they probably filmed this in some like, like Redwood Forest in like California. I, I'm sure shit. they did. So, Bigfoot, now that his mask has been revealed, we see the P2P eyes. He's glowing. He's just like... He's disturbed. Oh, he's going to... He's got those fucking things in his lip, those... Whatever those things the guy from The plates? No, he had those, like, hooks. He had, like, metal hooks. Oh, I I don't remember those, yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal because he took them out recently. Oh. So, (laughs) anyways. So, he comes charging at MacGyver, who's, like, on the ground right now because he got thrown off, and he's just been dumbfounded by that mask. Uh, but, of course, he has a stump next to him. And as we've seen in many movies, he just lifts the stump, and Bigfoot runs right into it, and he fucking flings him over, jab oh, like uh, right. Yeah, is it, 
pole vault pole style, them, yeah. and he throws them. And that 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 tree limb he uses is fourteen feet high, so that guy just and his head hits a tree and it smashes. It's just like pulp. Oh my god! He just slowly slides down. There's blood everywhere. Very graphic for a 1980s. I know. I couldn't show. believe. I, I thought the Fonz like, what are you doing with all this gore? But mm, you know what? If Fonz says people what they want is what Andrew Winkler. If says. the Fonz says it's cool, it's cool to me. Of course, it's cool. Hey. So everything's cool. We hear the helicopter coming in. We hear Pete yell out, MacGyver! Are you okay? Uh, <laughs> and like, I'm all right, Pete. Fuck, you'll get your 15% cuts. But then you hear. Like, Thank God he's dabbing him sweat. Yeah, but then you hear. Oh, oh boy, hold still for a minute while I aim my rifle at you. An evil Brit. Oh, of course he's got a gun. Up but the shit Brit. He's right in the clearing, though, Murray. And you know what right. that leaves you vulnerable to? No. Helicopter attacks. <laughs> <laughs> because the helicopter pilot swoops in. Oh, right. I'm to- I totally blanked out dude, this whole scene. You're right. He's so right. he gets hit, which will probably in real life kill you. Oh. And he gets, yeah, he gets hit by the little, like, landing Landing, things. yeah, the landing legs. Oh yeah. my god! And so he, good. his neck is snapped and broken. They've just murdered everybody. But so <laughs> fortunately, they're out in the wilderness. Never, everyone knows ever been out there, so they can bury the bodies. And no one will know. It'd be hilarious if the and then they set up MacGyver. He made a little Blair Witch like fetish out of it and set it there. And yeah. go, we'll blame it on the Blair Witch. <laughs> and then they just fly back to their home base. Oh my god! Oh, so they're at the home base. the The secretary of the Department of the Interior <laughs> is she's like. So, you ready to do your job now? Yeah. And she's got more new tracker. He's like, yeah, I'm ready to do it. Absolutely. And then they just hear, ooh, because they're talking about He's like, Bigfoot. Well, yeah, Joanna's giving him shit because they're going into the whole thing. of. Uh, you should be more into this discussion, by the way, because you lived <laughs> through this time, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, you don't actually believe in that mysticism Bigfoot bullshit, do you? Come on. You're a scientist. And Max, like, I've seen some shit, you know? I just, I gotta believe. And then, yeah, the waka kaka hits. And then he's like, and then you see a wet stain on the front of Max's fucking pants. Oh, Max. And then it comes, then Pete jumps out with a boom box. I'm just, well, funny. See, yeah. This is what gives it the full sell of a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah. They had a whole fucking intercom system on the tanker that they. So <laughs> <laughs> that they were using to make the fucking waka kaka. So sound. that was probably making Karen hide and not look like because she was just hearing that all the time. She yeah. wouldn't go leave whatever her hiding spot was on the oil. Tanker. Yeah. Meanwhile, cousin's still dead. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? You're not Mexican. You're an American now. They're like, to- she totally came to this country illegally. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna go live with my dad. So that's like, he's probably illegal too. Yeah. But they're white, so it's okay. <laughs> they're not from one of those shithole countries. <laughs> And so they just go, here, here's your car, here's your chauffeur ride to your dad and Juno. And just before the credit roll, we hear after Joanna gets her last laugh on Mac, you hear the most chilling. <laughs> and they look they look scared and fucking freeze frame, executive producer Henry Winkler. Ba 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 <laughs> Now wishy washy ass theme song starts to play. Oh wow. god damn it. How can we we actually we made that episode actually sound like it was enjoyable. That's it was very enjoyable. Are. You got to shut your fucking mouth, man. That was great. I I do I I will say the science of MacGyver went downhill very fast. Yeah. But it was still fun to talk about. 
Because it, it also plays into something else I love. The science of action movies. Elect- you can control a fucking elevator with a screwdriver just you, by jamming I've it. I've tried that. You can do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can. Sorry. I love it. Science is there. So who knows what we'll do with our next tippy tap. But I know- an, I'm sure it'll be another classic. A, uh, we're doing Renegade. We're going to do a Renegade. We got to do a Renegade. We, we actually were talking uh, about, and what was it, our uh, Escape from the Bronx episode about Branscombe Richmond. Yeah. We got to get back yes. into him and Renegade. We got to get a Branscombe Richmond themed episode. Like, Dude, like, he's we, like, we got to do a movie and do a fucking... Uh, so much time. Oh, So man. if we're quarantined and can't do it, send all your angry hate mail to the president mm-hmm. because we're trying to get these episodes out. So, enjoy that tippy-tap. Go check out this episode of MacGyver and uh, keep it warm. Episode 304. Take it easy.